for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary and written by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Your home for Clemson women's basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Storm threaten us. Going to be threatening us here in the next hour or so. Next two hours, actually, Mike. Get ready for some heavy rains. Uh, if you're coming, uh, good news is getting out of here. So we've got gymnastics and softball and baseball and basketball in, in Clemson this weekend. Hey, get out and see the folks over at Elkmont Trading Company. When you come into town for those events, Elkmont should be a stop that you make. For instance, Mike, tomorrow, uh, baseball is probably over at, let's say, 5, 5.30. Basketball didn't start to 7.45. Elkmont, man. Get over and spend some time at Elkmont. On running shoes, large selection of on running shoes in the upstate. Birkenstocks, Savannah, Ufos. You've got the Kendra Scott jewelry. You've got the Patagonia, Viore, Filson, uh, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers. Got all of those. You have the, um, on Facebook and Instagram, their website shows you everything that they have. Um, ElkmontTradingCompany.com. 93 and 123 in Clemson, where you're coming in this weekend. Uh, get in touch with them, looking at their game day apparel, looking at all the gift items. For some reason, every person I know's birthdays in March or April, or no, February, March, or April. So a lot of birthdays this time of, of year. Why well, I spend a lot of time at Elkmont. It's Elkmont Trading Company, E L K M O N T, 153 in Powdersville, right uh, minutes from Greenville in uh, in Powdersville, across from Chick Fil A, 93 and 123 right here in Clemson. Uh, recapping where we are, Mike. Josh Williams is going to join us 7:25. Get our Jinx Sheet Realty Hunting and Fishing Report at 7:45. Kennesaw State and Clemson, 5 o'clock today, 2 o'clock Saturday, 2 o'clock Sunday. Baseball series. Clemson, Florida State men's basketball tomorrow night at 745. Softball, uh, four different teams or three different teams coming in this weekend. Tigers play one today, two tomorrow, one on Sunday. Ole Miss today. Gymnastics against uh, North Carolina tonight. And uh, Dale McGee looks like could be the leading candidate for the Georgia State job. That will be a second offensive assistant leaving Georgia. A lot of turnover in that Georgia staff. And the uh, PGA Tour headed down to Mexico and got off to a uh, Eric Van Ruin got off to a great start down there yesterday. In case you missed the last segment, I talked a little bit about realignment. The uh, I got a text from I got two texts yesterday, Mike, uh, from high-ranking people who are in television and conferences and. Knowing what all's going on in this in this industry, one text was the ACC is dead, and the other text was that the college football playoff news of the expansion means more money for the Power Two, and it's going to have huge implications. That's less money for the uh, other three. Yes, yeah, huge implications. So that's where all that is headed. And then we talked about Clemson's attractiveness, which I'm being told by my sources that Clemson's still very, very attractive through all that, un- unlike what some people told. And again, other people, everybody's got sources. I'm going to trust mine, they'll trust theirs, we'll see who's right in the end. The other thing that happened yesterday, and, we, and I can answer questions on that if you'd like, uh, the other thing that happened yesterday is there's two big sports stories that came out. 
One was Nick Saban's interview that he did yesterday. And he talked about NIL and he talked about um, it's an ESPN interview. He talked about his role moving forward and what college football is like. And I'll get that to you here first. And then I'm going to tell you about Dennis Dodd's article about the alarming number of football coaches that are leaving college football to go to the NFL. But let, me, let me tell you that number right now. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, Jeff Hayfley, you already know those guys, two head coaches that are leaving. Jesse Minter, defense coordinator at Michigan, is going to be the defense coordinator of the Chargers. Ryan Grubb, offensive coordinator at Washington, then Alabama, is the offensive coordinator at Seahawks. Uh, Liam Cohen from leaving Kentucky to go to the Buccaneers from Kentucky. Uh, Nate, uh, Steve Chase from offensive coordinator at Iowa State is going to passing game specialist with the Rams. Cliff Kingsbury is leaving Southern Cal to go to the Commanders. Tommy Reese left Alabama to go to be a special, uh, pass game specialist with the Browns. Pat- Charles Patriots, co-defense coordinator at Pittsburgh, defensive line coach of the Colts. Uh, Steve Klinkstell, co-defense coordinator at Michigan to the defensive back coach of the Chargers. Roman Sapalu of Hawaii as a Dolphins offensive line assistant. Brian McClendon leaving Georgia to be the wide receiver coach of the Buccaneers. Taquan Underwood leaving Pittsburgh to be a wide receiver coach of the Patriots. Jay Harbaugh, special teams coordinator at Michigan to take the special teams coordinator of the Seahawks. Scott Huff, Alabama offensive line coach uh, with, with Washington, now the offensive line coach of the Seahawks. Mike Elson, defensive line coach at Michigan, is going to the Chargers. Dennis Johnson, defensive line coach at Baylor, is going to the Ravens. Chris O'Leary, safety coach at Notre Dame, is going to the Chargers. Charlie Boulin, offensive line coach at Illinois, is going to the Giants. Jamil Ade, the Miami secondary coach, is going to be coach to the cornerbacks of the Bills. Jerry Mack leaving Tennessee to go to the Jaguars. Jeremy Graham leaving Auburn to go to the Jaguars. Ken Norton leaving UCLA to go to the Commanders. Keel McDonald leaving Southern Cal to go to the Chargers. Scott Fuchs leaving Kansas to be the Titans. Um, Jonathan Krause leaving San Diego State to go to the Dolphins. Daryl Stapleton leaving Florida to go to the Commanders. Miles White leaving Miami to go to the Packers. I guess a lot of guys that are getting out of college football. And I want to go back and I'll read the, the article that Dodd wrote here in a minute. But, but here's the, what Saban said yesterday. Quote, what we have now is not college football. No, no, let me back on it, Mike. I've been telling you this now for four years, and I, I want you to pay attention now that Nick Saban is officially saying it. Quote, what we have now is not, not college football, not college football as we know it. You hear somebody use the word student athlete. That doesn't exist. He says, I don't know, I'd like, I don't know how I'd like to impact college football, but the best way I can, whether it's being a spokesperson or anything else, listen, I'm for the players. I'm, uh, I'm not that I'm, I'm not for the players. I want to see the players have great quality of life and to be able to create value for themselves. But we've gone to nobody talking about education, nobody talking about creating value for their future, to talking only about how much money can I make while I'm in college. Saban goes on to say, I think the consequence of this could come down the road when some of these guys are 28, 29 years old that maybe didn't prepare themselves when they can't play football anymore, which is what you should be doing when you go to college. Statement continues, but when you have now this name, image, and likeness, a collective has nothing to do with name, image, and likeness. It's just like the NFL player has a contract with the coach has a contract, something in place, so you don't have all this raiding of rosters and mass movement. I wonder what fans are going to do or are going to say 
when they don't even know the team from year to year because there's no development of teams just bringing in new players every year. We'll touch on that in a second. Uh, he goes on to say, I don't think that it's going to be the same level playing field that some people are showing a willingness to spend more money than others, whereas if I want to bring, in NF, uh, bring the NFL into it, they have a salary cap. They have all the things that level the playing field. We could put guidelines on this stuff that would do the same. Saban um, said, quote, it, it's one thing to come up with a solution. It's another thing to implement it. I'm just here to help. So, Mike, there's a lot in there to unpack. If you've listened to the show the last four years, Nick Saban is a huge validation. It is pretty obvious that I've been saying that this isn't college football, and that's what he says. It is pretty obvious that I've been preaching this thing that the worst thing you can do to a young person is give them a lump sum of money to prepare them for the future. Because I've seen it in music, seen it in, in Hollywood, and, and these child uh, prodigies that go on to be disasters. And what he, what he I've said this a million times. When he says, what happens if these guys are 28, 29 years old and didn't prepare themselves anymore, which is what you should go to college for. That's what Nick Saban is saying. I've been talking about this forever. I've been talking about the number of fathers, fatherless homes. There's 18 million kids in our country that don't have fathers in their homes with them. Football is one of the great things that teaches them about sacrifice, about dedication. And now we're not doing any of that stuff. And it's only about how much money can I make right now. And then Nick Saban hit on one of my main points. My main point is the fatherhood stuff and the, and the dedication, sacrifice stuff and the preparation for life stuff. But another one I've been hitting home on and I've been fighting for, I wanted to be this, this keeping up for the fan, the fan, the fan, the fan. And Nick Saban comes out with this great quote, the first of the coaches I've ever heard talk about it. When he says, I've got to find it again here. I want quote, I wonder what fans are going to say when they don't even know the team from year to year because there's no development teams just bringing in new players every year. Mike, where have you heard this? Right here. This is what I've been saying. We're going to make it harder on the fan. I didn't realize that Nick was listening to your show the last few years. He's a smart man. He's been, he's been listening. See, here's the thing. I wanted to be wrong about all this. I wanted somebody to reach back. When I started this four and five years ago, I wanted someone to call in and, and – and, but the the goal, the plan would have say, come somebody go, Mickey man, boy, you really missed that. You said all this doom and gloom, and this was going to be bad, but it turned out great, man. You were wrong, and I'd say, I don't. I would love to go. You know what, man? I, I was. I'm so happy to be wrong. These kids are graduating, and they're great fathers and husbands. They're preparing for life, and it's not about car dealers giving kids money. It's not about rating. It's not about tampering. It's not about going from school to school. What you can do for me, and it's not about the lack of graduation rates. I was totally wrong about that. Unfortunately, I'm not. And unfortunately, fans now have to say, I got to buy a program going to the game now because I don't know who's on our team anymore. And now guys get ninth years and eighth years and seventh years, and they can play for three and four different schools and five different schools and with nothing in place. So when Nick Saban says it, it validates what we've been talking about here on, to the point, I mean, almost like verbatim of what we've been saying now. It's not even college football anymore, not to recognize it. There is no student athlete anymore. It's only about how much money you can give me. And what is the fan going to do when we, we can't they don't even know who's on the team anymore? Doesn't recognize these guys anymore. I made that point about Duke basketball and about Kyrie Irving that some little kid bought a Kyrie Irving jersey, played eight games, 
His whole career, his whole Duke career is like eight games. Like, uh, how can you? You know, used, used to be that that was Christian Leitner for four years, and you grew up and you watched him develop, and you knew who he was. College basketball now you got to watch the, the the McDonald's All American game to know who's playing for your team next year. So the fans have to be a part of this change. Or if not, you get left behind for it all. So everybody loses. In the end, what we th- here's the thing too. In a hedonistic thought, isn't it, Mike? Isn't it pretty much almost every kind of thought we have for the for the present is a deterrence for the future? You're in a big weight loss program right now. You'd love to go get your big old biscuit this morning with big old sausage and gravy all over it. Oh. But you know, you do know that that's not best for you long term. Your long term health, your long term weight. You know that's not what's best for you. So you're putting aside what is good now. Almost, almost every decision we make about me is not good for we. Almost every decision I make about now is not good for the future. And yet, we've got the entire sport coming down to only about me and only about now. In the old days of, of uh, you, you went to class and you got a degree and you, you learned about the coach is going to teach you about patience and about sacrifice, about dedication and about work ethic and about dedication and about the care for others. And now it's about me and my money now. I cannot sit here and tell you that any decision, almost every decision I make that's for the betterment of me is worse for we. And almost every decision I make about now is worse for the future. So my decisions come to what's best for my family, and my decisions come to what's best for the future. A 529 for my kids, an enrollment, a SEP IRA, or, or, or a um, you know, financial media, all about, I, I'd like to spend money right now. I'd like to have a new car right now. I'd like to go on trips right now. I'd like to have bigger, I'd like to have an RV right now. I'd like to have all these things right now. I would like that. However, the decisions I make are about my wife and my kids, we might not like all that. I would like that right now. However, they're five years old and, and, and five months old, and that's not what is best for them in the future. Nothing that I think about with me or now yields any kind of success for we in the future. And that's what college football has turned into. Nick Saban said it. And as I led the, the, the segment off, and we'll do this more in the next hour, look at the coaches, Mike. Look at the number of coaches on this thing. That was a long list. Quickly, I'm going to tell you. One, two. Can you – one second here. Uh, because nothing's worse than counting on the radio. While you're counting, Mickey, <laughs> we got tons of folks jumping in on the Adams and Co. Roofing text line as we – Move throughout the show today. We'll be tackling some of these, some awesome comments, and uh, appreciate all the listeners jumping in this morning at six five four roar. Twenty eight college football head coaches, coordinators, or position coaches have left to go to the NFL since December. Twenty eight have gone to the NFL. 
Hey, the Patterson's Tax Service. The reason, the reason I go to the Patterson's Tax Service is I know it's what's best for my family, my kids in the future, my wife and I, our personal taxes, our my, my business taxes. It's about them. It's about our kids. Uh, it's about how much of our 529 we're putting in, how much of our SEP IRA we're putting in, how much we're saving with our money. We, we don't offer we and for, for later. Um, the best in the business is the Patterson's Tax Service. No one files more taxes in South Carolina than these folks. We love what they're doing. PATTX.com, 864-859-8289. It's our great friends at the Patterson Tax Service. We'll come back. Josh Williams is going to join us. We'll talk to uh, Josh, do a little ACC basketball. When we come back right after this. I feel good. Dad, are you singing to your cereal? Yes, I am. Like I knew that I would. No, a dance too? Come on, Ava. Silk almond milk. Starts the morning on a high note. Yow! Songs, dances, and dad jokes. So good! So good! I got you! Mm. Silk almond milk. With calcium, vitamins A, D, and E. Feel plenty good. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here, letting you know if you want to stay on top during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. This is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. Are you retiring anytime soon? Are you concerned about the market volatility? What about all the banks that have gone under? Do you realize that now there's over 144 banks that could be having problems? Folks, is your cash safe in the bank? What are your options? Let me show you how we can protect your money, add money to your retirement account, create a pension-like income, and an inflation-friendly increasing income, and we'll help you with tax-free strategies. Call me at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you debt consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson and King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson and King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like herding cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. 
I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Powered by UpCountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Big fan of uh, Andy Griffith show. Love it. <clears throat> Remember when the icebox went out and Andy told Aunt B call the man? <laughs> and Aunt B said, Well, Andy, I, I can do this, this, and this, and we can get this fixed. And she said, Just call the man, right? Yes. It's a very valuable lesson. Um, when I was a kid, my dad would, would call the man on uh, plumbing and electricity. Because he knew that, that if you mess up on those two things, then you just messed up. You know, on any kind of carpentry work, or anything like that, you know, we, try, we might try ourselves to mess up and call somebody else. But you don't mess up in electricity, right? And you don't mess up when it comes to, to, uh, to plumbing. When it comes to your kids and what to say about drugs, about alcohol, about tobacco, about vaping, the man is Phoenix Center. So, the man and the woman. Call them and get in touch with them. Go to their website, phoenixcenter.org. That's phoenixcenter.org. As a parent, these people know it backwards and forwards. That All the research um, tells them what, you know, uh, led them to the research based on, on how to handle these type of things. phoenixcenter.org is a great resource. They've got, look on, click on resources, they've got brochures and booklets and facts about drugs and parents and teenagers and these toolkits and resource directory of, of everything you need to know. They're a great job when it comes to, to, to treatment and recovery, but really talk about prevention with your children and your teenagers. PhoenixCenter.org, great people in Greenville, 864-467-3790, 864-467-3790. To our guest lines, Josh Williams, J-Dub joins us. Good morning, J-Dub. How are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing well. How are you? We are great. i got to ask you, in the last week, I'm going to talk ACC basketball with you here, but I'm going to ask you a national question first. In the last week, we saw UConn absolutely destroy uh, Marquette, the fourth-ranked team in the country. And then... The later that week, the very next game, we saw Creighton destroy UConn, the number one team in the country. Is Marquette not as good as we thought? Is UConn not invincible as we thought? Is Creighton better than we thought? What were your takeaways from those two very different outcomes that we saw in the um, in the Big East? Yeah, I, I guess maybe it's um, it's kind of a blend of those, but. Uh... Yeah, Creighton was uh, had a pretty uh, disappointing uh, matchup against uh, UConn first go around. Um, 
really uh, really poor shooting in that in that one. Only I don't even think they cracked fifty points, and then you know, in, in one fell swoop in the stretch the other night, they took a a close game, you know, going into half and, and got really hot, and made a bunch of threes and stretched that out where it's a double digit lead and kind of never really relinquished it that much. But yeah, I, maybe it's you know, I think it's kind of more maybe these teams at the top aren't quite as invincible as we thought that despite the gaudy records and what they've done on a game to game basis, you you know, we've we've seen pretty much all these teams at the top lose one to uh, another kind of middling team in their conference at some point. And that that margin that that margin for um and the point differential was was surprising. I'm not surprised UConn lost. I am surprised that Creighton beat them in the fashion that they beat them. But that's at the top, and that's fairly rare. For instance, in in Marquette's losses, they lost a three to Purdue, who's top four. They did lose by 11 at Wisconsin. Tough place to play. I get it. They they did lose by 15 to Providence. Uh, they lost by three to Seton Hall. Lost by seven to Butler, and then the blowout, uh, the 28 point blowout to UConn. The point there is that that you don't see a lot of that in the ACC. The hard part of any kind of bubble kind of reaction is that almost every team in that and on that bubble or team that you think about have just some glaringly awful losses. Uh, Virginia has been, and Virginia is, is I think squarely in right now. But let's face it, Virginia got beat by twenty four to Wisconsin. They get beat by 23 at Memphis. They get beat by 22 at Notre Dame. A 16-point loss at NC State. Uh, a 19-point loss to Wake Forest. Uh, I mean, just some some of the – they got beat the other night by by 34 at Virginia Tech. And and there's an example of this league. What do you make of that? That, like, Wake Forest has these awful losses. NC State, Florida State, Clemson, Pittsburgh. Like, these awful losses. And what does that mean, you think? Tournament-wise, ACC tournament seeding-wise, what does that tell you about those teams? Yeah, it's definitely very un-Virginia-like. I mean, that their style of play typically lends to more, you know, close games just because of the pace. You know, no matter if they win or lose, they're always, you know, seemingly in a rock fight. But, yeah, they've um, they've kind of uh, forgotten how to score, particularly in these last couple games. They haven't haven't cracked 50, I don't believe, but um, yeah, there's kind of two big games for both of those teams that are, I guess, closest to the bubble in Virginia and Wake. You know, this weekend, uh, Virginia tries to get off the mat. You know, gets to host uh, North Carolina and, and Wake uh, gets to host Duke, and then you know, I, it's it's probably even a bigger game for Wake. Um, they've seemingly been on that uh, first one of those first couple teams out of the tournament. Uh, and uh, they've really they've only got one quad one win at this point. And looking at it, they you know after this they they do host obviously Clemson at the end uh, last last game of the regular season that is another big opportunity. But they but uh, if you look at Wake's uh, last five games, they got three quad one opportunities as it stands right now, uh, hosting Duke and then uh, at Virginia Tech in a couple games and. Uh, finishing with Clemson, we'll see how Virginia Tech's ranking, kind of if that stays the quad one or not. But um, yeah, that it's a huge weekend for both of those. Uh, Wake seemingly, you know, under Forbes has been good, not great. You know, good competitive, uh, but just hasn't kind of punched above their weight class and beaten somebody in that top tier. And it's a 
big, big opportunity they've got to, tomorrow to, to try to solidify that, get themselves on the right side of the bubble. I have beat this drum to death this week that the, the NC State game was a huge loss for Clemson, not from an NCAA standpoint, from an ACC standpoint. Let me make the case and tell if you agree or disagree. And then, now, and, and sub, you know, substantial or subsequently, whatever, the Georgia Tech win was huge because it, it puts them back up. Now, Clemson's one spot out of the fourth spot in the ACC. To me, that's the story right now. The Tigers are in the NCAA tournament, and what they do in the tournament, how they do it, I want to make it back there. I get that. I understand the ACC tournament doesn't hold the same um, prestige that it once did. But if you're Clemson, who's never won it, I think this team, I think that's, A, very important. Like, it holds more value here because, because you haven't won it. But this is only one of about 10 teams that I think that, that is, and I've seen at Clemson in 50 years of watching this thing, that they're talented enough to win the ACC. With that said, Josh, I don't think they're talented enough or have been major doubts about winning four games in four days. A double bye would mean three games in three days. Am I making a, a, a good, valid point about the importance for Clemson and the ACC tournament and that, that very valuable fourth spot for that double bye? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, it's one of those where that's not – I mean, they're not um... – I mean, there's not – obviously, North Carolina and Duke are at the top, but I wouldn't say – I mean, you've seen with how they've played both of them that um, there's not some huge gap between them and Clemson. Right. I mean, you've seen it in all the matchups that they've played. You know, they've played, I guess, three games between them. But, um, yeah, it's, um, I mean, Virginia's no – obviously, we've seen no world beater. They, when they're bad, they're apparently very bad, uh, particularly away from home. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. This, they've got – uh, you know, we got the the, uh, the game against Florida State tomorrow, and then you've got an upcoming game against Pitt, who's also you're tied with, and tied with both of those in the conference right now, and have the current tiebreaker because you beat them previously, uh, and then the game against Wake uh, coming up. So yeah, I, getting a top four seed uh, is a big deal because yeah, you know, say even if you get fourth and you'd have to play the one seed in the in the semis, that's not. Uh, I mean, that's not an overly big deal because I think you match up pretty well. And that's that's my point. There were times in there when I, I talked about. I think I think Tree Rollins and Stan Rome's teams could have won the tournament. I think that that uh, the 1980 team, Moose Campbell and, and Larry Nance and Horace White and Bobby Conner, they could have won the tournament. I think that uh, Cliff Ellis had two or three teams, Adele Davis and and, and Eldon Campbell teams that could have won it. Um, uh, Rick Barnes had a team or two. Oliver Purnell had a team or two. But those have been few and far between. And especially, and, and part of that is that this team is, is talented. Clemson's talented. But part of it is there's no Phil Ford and there's no Michael Jordan and there's no James Worthy on the other end of, of a lot of that. So they do look vulnerable to a, to a certain extent. Uh, with that said, what's the difference in your mind? Moving, or let me give you a key then for Clemson. You talked about that there's, there's uh, Florida State. Pittsburgh at home, at Notre Dame, Syracuse home, and Wake Forest. The only game they'll be underdog at this point in time on paper looks like Wake Forest. What's the difference in, in you see in Clemson, the good Clemson, like you saw in Atlanta on Wednesday, or like you saw against Miami or Syracuse or North Carolina in Chapel Hill, and then when you saw at home against Virginia? Four home losses this year is is different. What, what's what's different about this team, why they're so good on the road, and what do you think is the key maybe moving forward with this, with this team in the last two weeks of the season? 
Yeah, I hate to make it that simple, but uh, I think it's pretty much Chase Hunter. I think he kind of holds the keys to the whole thing. When he when he's good, they've been quite good. But uh, when he's struggled, and you know they really haven't. You see, obviously he's he's not a true point guard, but he's your for the most part your primary ball handler. They have let Gerard do a little bit more of that initiate offense lately, and it's it's obviously worked at times. Which I think that's maybe where you kind of see a little bit of the deficiency when you get in some of these tight games at the end. Uh, maybe the lack of the true point guard hurts you a bit. Um, but but lately, yeah, I mean, Hunter is, um, has gotten his shooting stroke back and uh, it's definitely made a huge difference, but he's also attacking the basket, not just to score, uh, but also, uh, you know, finding some teammates. You saw it dropping off to the big guys the other night um, multiple times. But, yeah, I I think he's the the ultimate X factor, and I, I think at times that this team, you know, there's obviously pretty, you know, if you look at the the starting lineup one through five, they all they're all capable of hitting outside shots, but sometimes they get maybe a little bit two three happy, yeah. particularly if they make a couple to start. I think attacking the basket with a lot of these guys is is a good um, a big deal. I think they need to shoot more free throws. I. I and, and getting away from getting two jumper happy, I, I think can uh, be a big deal down the stretch. If you, was, I mean, all these guys are, are pretty good free throw shooters, and, and uh, extra points there. And I think that's another thing is, um, you know, kind of forcing the issue on offense a little bit, attacking the basket and drawing fouls, getting to the line. Glad you mentioned that. Uh, ben Milson and I were talking about this yesterday off the air. It, it, what they did in Atlanta on on Wednesday was awesome. It was I thought it was the best they played on both ends of the court, most complete game maybe since Alabama. And consider the opponent, the Alabama wins more impressive, but they look good on both ends of the floor. Uh, I, I still think that this happens a lot of times. The first time I noticed it happening when Purnell's teams were seventeen and zero, they were the first ten or twelve games. One of those years, uh, they looked like they were defensive oriented, and then they went up. The uh, they 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 like games 13, 14, and 15, they shot the eyes out. And they they fell in love with the three-point shot, and they fell in love with with thinking they're an offensive team. They went up to Maryland, and, and, and the losing streak got – I mean, the winning streak got snapped. In one way – and this is a terrible way to think about it – but in one way, one of the worst things that happened to Clemson was coming out and hitting all the threes early against Georgia Tech because now you kind of fall in love with that a little bit. And you got to – Brad Brunell's got to remind his team we're defensive-oriented, we're a – we got to pound the ball inside. We got to get the free throw line kind of team. Um, makes sense uh, to go along with that. Like, man, you want to see them make the threes. Don't get me wrong; you don't miss threes, but you cannot let that. That that's uh, rat poison, as Nick Saban would say. Yeah, yeah, you can't just fall in love with it. You know, particularly. Yeah, I mean, there's one thing for you know good shots from three, but yeah, there's also a lot of times when you're taking quick shots and you're kind of settling for it when it's not. You know, not necessary. If you run your offense, you're going to get a better shot. All right, uh, Clemson 25th. They move at one in the net to 25th. Wake Forest at 27. Are they are they firmly in now at 27? Uh, it doesn't seem like it. Um, you know that one quad one win yep. is uh, looks to be a big deal. One and five there, and uh, they're going to I think probably need to win. Two of those three. Are, are you surprised there? Uh, opportunity. Are you surprised their their debt's as high as it is? Twenty seven. Honestly, yeah, a little bit, but I I think that kind of speaks to, um, you know, they've got 
they've got quite a few games that they've won by margin. Yeah. And that you're you're seeing how uh, margin is, is helping. I mean, obviously, you look earlier in the year they beat Virginia, like you said, almost by twenty. Uh, and they've beaten a couple of these well, others. That, by that Pittsburgh win the other night. They destroyed Pittsburgh in, in their last game. Like that was a right, one. right. And they beat. I think they had, they beat Florida in the earlier in the year by yeah. you know eleven or twelve points. All right, so ACC right now, which is a big win. How many is in? Who's in? I mean, Virginia's forty seventh in the net now. Uh, Virginia in? Yeah, I, I, right now, yeah. But the way they're trending, they may play themselves out. So maybe Wake Wake replaces Virginia, but. Um, you know, Pitts maybe needs a little bit more help. Fifty-seven. Uh, than others. Obviously losing, yep. Yeah, yeah, losing that that one pretty bad the other night. Obviously hurt. They're going to probably maybe even have to run the table uh, to get seriously in the conversation. But yeah, that's probably kind of the only other one that, short of winning the conference tournament, really maybe has a chance. So I'd say four definite with you know one really close and Wake and then. Pitt's kind of on the periphery. I love it. Let's break it down next week, talk more about it. Who knows what's going to happen. We'll, we'll see some big-time blowouts in the next week that will jaw drop, and we'll have a much better, clearer picture of all this when we visit next week. Yeah, and, and another one for, for Clemson that will even kind of boost that a little bit more is if you watch, Boise State's been on a pretty good run lately. Yeah. And, and Clemson not only not only beat them early, and they, they beat them by margin. Yeah. And they're right kind of right on that edge of that creeping possibly into another quad one win. I think Boise State's like 34th or 5th. Uh, if that gets up to 30, you know, you add another one in that column. Well, think about that for a second. Yeah, you got to keep up with your quad ones and teams moving up and out of quads and twos, you know, where they go from all that. And then also those bubble teams will keep an eye on, like, I, I care not. Boise State's 35 right now in the net. I care nothing about Boise State except the Clemson did beat them. And what does that mean? The other thing from a bubble, like, in the next two weeks, next three weeks, we'll watch Nebraska. We'll watch Drake and Cincinnati and Virginia and James Madison and A&M. We'll watch all these teams, all these bubble teams everywhere and try to come up with something. Hey, one other quick note. Remind me next week because you went to Clemson baseball last week. I want to get your thoughts on, on bigger, stronger, more athletic Clemson baseball when we talk next week. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Always enjoy it. Have a great weekend, buddy. All right, man. Take care. Josh Williams, J-Dub, talking a little, little uh, college basketball with us. We'll take a break, Mike, and we'll come back when we do. Charles Pellet's going to be here. This is the uh, the last uh, day of, of – uh, next weekend is the last day of small game hunting, squirrels and rabbits and all those kind of things. So we'll, we'll talk to him about that. Hey, our great friends, Prime Lending, primelendingsc.com. Let Mark, Amanda, the great folks, give you the better rates. Look, we're all about rates, rates, rates. I'm about rates. You're about rates. All about rates. But also the customer service end of it, the – the streamlining process of their experience is going to pay off for you. I want to go with it with the company's been there. I'm not a Johnny come lately. I want to know these people. These are the people that your PTA meetings at your church meetings at your little league softball games, your dance recitals are with you throughout this community. Go with the best, go with people you can trust. You go with friends of mine, do what I've done the last two. It's primelendingsc.com. Hunting and fishing report. And you come back right after this. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now, meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. 
Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend, so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. That's R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boulware. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. This is Jared Burton on behalf of Burton Properties. My family owns and manages over 800 one- and two-bedroom apartments in the Clemson area. With safe and comfortable living, along with a friendly staff, Burton Properties can accommodate your apartment needs. You can visit the website at clemsonapartments.com or call one of our office numbers at either 653-7717 or 654-1130. Once again, that's Burton Properties, your friendly apartment leader in the Clemson area. It's bow time. Hurry into Bojangles for two scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just four bucks. One bite, and you'll want breakfast for dinner. Good thing we serve savory sausage biscuits all day. But this two-for-four deal won't last forever. It's bow time. Bosch is hosting a direct hire event for maintenance technicians at 1100 Scottsbridge Road in Anderson on Tuesday, February 27th from 9 to 2. Recently increased pay rates and multiple shifts. Learn more and RSVP at hdijobs.com backslash Bosch. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I thought about it many years. And then I did it, dropped big pounds and never looked back. Look, any time's a good time to start something good and something new but now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota, also known as Halt and Anderson. First Class Halt, your dealership alternative since 2011, wants to be your preferred service center. With factory-trained technicians, OEM parts, and top-of-the-line diagnostic equipment, we have one goal to keep you on the road. This is why we offer a three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty, courtesy shuttle, and repeat rewards. Anderson, what are you waiting for? Come experience First Class Halt, your dealership alternative for Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. Wake up. Breakfast. And nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients, we've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. The Mickey Plyler Show, forming the upstate since circa 1834. Dang, that is old. Monday through Friday, right here on The Roar where every day is game day. The clouds up in the city, the weatherman complains. But where I come from, rain is a good thing. Welcome back. It's going to be raining a little bit here, and it's going to clear on out. I do want to tell you about my friends over at Zero Res. If you're bringing that mud in, that big red clay mud into your home, you want your carpets clean, you want your area rugs clean, you want your tile and grout clean, you want your air ducts clean, get in touch with them. 
carpet and, and area rugs or, or uh, something they specialize in. Free hallway or free, I should say free staircase. When you mention my name, Mickey Plotter, right now, $129. Great stuff. We love what they do and how they do it. Love it that it dries faster, stays cleaner, longer, no residue left behind, no harsh soaps, chemicals, or detergents. It's our great friends over at Zero Res. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean. Ask about $50 off. Air duct cleaning. Air 50 online. It's our great friends at ZeroResGreenville.com. 558-7300. Before we get to this segment brought to you by our great friends at Chinks Inc. Realty, Outdoor Hunting and Fishing Point. Mike, you got some outdoor stuff going on. Mickey, I know all these hunters and fishermen are tuning in right now to hear Mr. Pellet and his great wisdom for us. I want to tell you real quick, going on at the Green Pond Landing next Saturday, March the 2nd, you got to check out the Tucker W. Hips Memorial Bass Fishing Tournament. Over $10,000 in prizes, cash in prizes, I should say. Green Pond Landing next Saturday. Go to tuckergives.org to learn more. All right. Uh, speaking of which, it is time now for the segment sponsored by again our great friends over at Jinx Inc. Realty, and uh, a, a key cog in that is Charles B. Charlie Pellet. <laughs> Good morning, Charlie Pellet. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, Mickey. How about yourself? <laughs> I, I, maybe not the key cog. Maybe the cog. Like for all those other guys, it doesn't matter, man. You are, as Reggie Jackson told the 1976 New York Yankees, you are the straw that stirs the drink. Over at Jinx Inc. Realty. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's right, I, <laughs> but we'll we'll find out. Yeah. Anyway, um, a lot of uh, the small game hunting comes to an end. Uh, you got uh, the next thing that comes up is uh, turkey hunting, but uh, squirrel ends and quail, all that uh, buddies out of a job till next year. Um, uh, but uh, this year we got one extra day being a leap year, so you can count that. Go, we got one extra day of squirrel hunting. So uh, thank goodness for leap years. Only one every four years. But the next season is, of course, turkey season, and in the lower part of the state, it starts on March 22nd and runs to April 20th. Uh, there's one turkey per day, three turkeys, all uh, gobblers uh, for the season. Then uh, up here in the upstate, it starts April 1st, and this is on private land. Uh, it runs to May 10th. Um, but on uh, game management land, uh, it uh, starts on April 1st and runs to the 30th. Uh, you will need turkey tags. Uh, and also they've got this app. They started a couple of years ago. And I checked it out. Um, I've had it for a while and was looking at it. And it's really kind of neat. It tells you what time the sun's going to rise at your location. It tells you how many turkeys have been harvested. You can look see how many deer were harvested. It's just full of uh, information for outdoor people. It's um, So, you know, go, go to your uh, app store and download. Uh, it's called... Uh, uh, Go Outdoors South Carolina, or SC. So be sure you download that app. Then if you harvest a turkey you can, or a deer, it works for both of them. Just uh, um, go to the app, and you can check in your, your turkey without um, having to go anywhere. So it's pretty makes it a lot easier on it. It helps the game wardens and the wildlife people count these turkeys, and they know what, what's going on, how many have been harvested, and makes it easy to make rules for next year. And they're, they're talking about some changes in the rules, so, it, so we really need to get them all the information that we can to, to, uh, so they make intelligent decisions uh, so we'll just keep having these uh, good turkey hunts like we've been having. But what I'm really fired up about is fishing. I mean, it's starting to warm up, and uh, 
I don't know, I always kind of get antsy about this time of year to go fishing. So uh, I started just going through my tackle box and noticed I couldn't hardly get it zipped up. So what do I do? I just go out and buy me another one. Uh, I'm ready. I got it all filled up, sorted out all my lures, threw away all the ones that were rotten, uh, changed all my worms, got all my hooks sharpened. Um, I'm ready to go. And this time of year right now is one of the best times to catch you a large female bass. The male bass, they go in when the water gets about 50 degrees. They find a place to make a bed. He'll take his tail and uh, swam it and get a, a little hole, uh, cleared out place, and um, he guards the nest. The big female, she'll uh, come in and lay her eggs, and then he protects them. And so right now they're starting to find their beds, and they're feeding hard because of the spawn. It really takes a lot out of these uh these fish because they they're not going to be able to eat for a while so right now when the water's 50 degrees go out there and throw some big spinner bait big crank bait but you throw a little retrieve a little slower than you normally do uh big old plastic worms will work but i i think i like uh spinner bait and 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 flukes and plastic baits that move a lot more because you can cover a lot more water so you're they, you're not going to get a lot of fish because they're not all staged up like they are sometimes. But if you do catch one, it should be a fish of a lifetime. So uh, you're going to cast a lot and probably catch, not catch that much. But when you do, you should be pretty happy with it. The males are a little bit smaller. Um, a male bass, a uh, largemouth bass, gets to be about four to five pounds. A female, well, you know, I think the state record is somewhere like 12 pounds. So, uh, you know, that's what you're after, that big old sow fish. So, uh you know, load up the boat, grab your kids and wife, and get on out there and, uh, and try to catch one of these big old fish. Take care of that for sure, man. So you're the soft tackle box guy. You don't have the old hard tackle box anymore. You got modern on me, uh, Charlie. You got that, that soft zip-up stuff? I've had them all. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something tells me that's true. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, do me so, a favor. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, do me a favor. Uh, first, tell me about Jinx Inc. Realty. What you guys do, and and uh, oh. why you're the best at it? Oh man, we're uh, we're moving it. Uh, really, uh, stuff hits our website and it's gone. So if you see something, you better call immediately. Uh, it's a great time of year. One of my favorite times of year to get out. The the weather's warm. It's uh, this rain's going to be out of here later on today, and then all next week is going to kind of be in the high to mid seventies. So um, you can uh, give us a call at eight six four six three one two seven seven zero or just if you want to look at our website and see all our properties go to www.jrland.com um you know if you've got a piece of property you want to sell give us a call we'll be happy to come out and no charge you and give you what we feel like it's worth and what we can put on the market for uh we're all professional we've been doing this for i don't know i've i've been a jinx i guess going on 11 years now so uh we got it all figured out so if you need some help with your property either way buying or selling give us a call do that, jirland.com. And then finally, tell Buddy we said hello. Hope he has a good weekend. Will do. All right, Buddy. He's right there. Good deal. Hey, Buddy. Good to see you, Buddy boy. Take care of yourself, Charlie. He picked his ears up. <laughs> there you go. Good to hear from you, man. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks. All right. Charles B. Charlie Pellet. Mike, got a lot to get to here in, uh, in the final couple of minutes, and then we're going to get our biggie games of the week coming up. So that's that's all good news there. Can't wait for that. Got uh, you saw a bunch of text on this thing. What was your uh, uh, on an Adams Curry text line um, talking about uh, the 
NIL. The we also did a whole segment on what what Nick Saban said about that. And I've got a let me do that, Mike. Let me let me quickly wrap that up, and then we'll get all of our reactions coming up here in a second. But I, I see a lot of agreement, Mickey. That's what right. I'm seeing. So the other thing that happened here is CBS Sports had this article out, and I just want to give you some quotes from CBS Sports. Uh, and Dennis Dodd wrote the article, No End in Sight. Why trend of college coaches bolting for the NFL taking lesser title job titles with no end in sight? It's subtitled, Waning Work-Life Balance and College Football's Uncertain Future Have Coaches Reconsidering Their Goals. I'm just going to give you just some quotes. Mike Loxley says, told CBS, quote, I've been doing this for 33, 34 years, and I'm like, I don't know if I have the energy to do this. I felt burned out. At 54 years old, he said, I felt burned out. And, and this is because they're having to go raise money for NIL and they had to have to meet with players about how much money they're getting through all this kind of stuff. But but who thought that they wouldn't be burned out, Mike? Who thought that coaches would, would embrace this and go, hey, man, this is great. I don't get to talk about X and O's anymore. I get to talk about money with players anymore. Who thought that would be great? And it's and it's 365 days a year, Mickey. No yeah, time you, off. You got to go re-recruit your your own kids in your own game, own team every single day because somebody else is recruiting your kids too through tampering. Lee Steinberg, a longtime agent, has some great quotes. Quote: "The most difficult job in all team sports is being the head football coach at a major university. Think about how that you had to recruit a 17 year old talent, uh, project where they are going to be." There is the NIL to deal with. You have to uh, deal with administrative, alums, the press. There are whole levels of complications a pro coach doesn't have to deal with. He goes on to say, after Hayfley left and Chip Kelly left and Nick Saban got out and and coaches leaving, leaving, uh, Kane Walmart leaving South Alabama, Maurice Lundquist leaving Buffalo, Sean Elliott leaving Georgia State, uh, and that doesn't include Jerry Kill left the head coaching job at New Mexico State. Now he's a consultant at Vanderbilt. I'll repeat that. He left New Mexico State to be a consultant at Vanderbilt. He said, quote, I like country music and I don't have to raise NIL money. I'm living the dream, really. <laughs> Coaches having to raise NIL money. Rick Sox will talk about this. I got to raise millions of dollars. Half of them I got to get my current players to, to keep them around here because everybody's tampering with them. And half of them I got to go to get a bunch of recruits. Of, of all teams to go to, Mickey. I mean, they play country music yeah. in every town. <laughs> That's what I'm this, saying. In this nation. Former Louisiana Monroe coach Terry Bowden said, quote, you think the only defense you have is to get close to players, get them real close, stay close to them and close to their families. The fact that we're being told it's about money, there's a point where you don't even know who you have and who you don't have. I can't imagine my dad having to deal with all that. There's other quotes in here. Steinberg, the agent, says, quote, there are two entirely different levels of pressure and intensity. Even with the short fuse of being a pro coach, a college coach has so many more responsibilities than a pro coach. In June, you could drop a bomb into the NFL franchise and not even know the pro personnel's around. Nobody's there. In college, you're playing bowl games against your the backdrop of you're already behind in recruiting. He goes on to say, um, now this is from Joe Gillespie, TCU defensive coordinator, who left. Uh, no, they said this. He goes, At times... You have kids asking for more money than I make, certainly asking for more money than some of the sisters are making. Unfortunately, I grew up in a school of holy moly, uh, the old school. Now uh, I get uh, my school paid for. Well, that'd be you know, mind-blowing, the numbers that they're asking for now. Finally, Louisiana Tech said, uh, that's what's coming next. Kids can leave whenever they want. So it's coming, and it makes it worse. And these guys are getting out, and who would blame them for getting out? We have a very busy 
hour number three when you come back with Mike Vaughn and Mickey Plyler. Much more right after this. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Hey, guys.